Hey, Skin Deep. This is Mel from Thinking Out Loud. Girl, you really um, went in on those questions. I just, I mean, not those questions, but those thoughts about yourself. And I commend you. You know, I have some similar fears. You know, I, I fear that um, I won't reach my potential, that I, I just don't believe in myself enough. And that's part of why I'm on Anchor, because... When I speak to my husband, you know, he sees the best parts of me. He sees me better than I see myself. And he values what I say. And he thinks that someone else might value what I have to say or my testimony, my life story, whatever you want to call it. So um, I think that you need to put a little more stock into yourself. You know, what you have to say is very valuable. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I think it's so wild because, like, naturally, um, we're afraid of other people's criticism. And, you know, but for me, it's a little bit opposite. Like, for me, I'm more concerned about my own criticism towards myself. So sometimes I have to, you know, if I'm going to criticize myself, I'm going to definitely have to come back with two pros about myself, right? So um, I have to, you know, it's a, it's a mental thing. It's a mental game that we play. Um, and sometimes you just, you, you know, you, you, because you want to be a better person, you do have to take note, right? Because I'm not here to sugarcoat anything, um, not with people and not myself. And so if there's a problem that arises within myself, I have to go ahead and address it. And I think sometimes it gets missed because you rag on yourself. It becomes criticism and then you rag on yourself instead of, you know, actually constructive criticism for yourself. And so that's that, you know, tethering balance that I need to continue to, you know, level out. So, if anything, it's not bad to criticize, but it's definitely terrible to criticize with no um, rebuttal, positive rebuttal, you know, and positive affirmations and real, realness because you're not just all bad. Nobody's all bad, you know, and nobody's all bad. I didn't post your, I didn't post the second column because I didn't know if that was a little bit too personal to post. But if you said, girl, post it, I'm going to post it. But, um, but I definitely feel you on your sister stuff. Like, honestly, when it comes to family criticizing you for stuff that don't even matter, honestly, you just block them out. You know what I mean? Like, you just have to block them out. And sometimes I had to block my family out for a while, but it wasn't like they were intentional about it, but it definitely, I definitely took to heart what they had to say, you know what I mean? But now as I get older, I'm just like, yeah, you know what? I am my toughest critic, so I'm not even going to allow you to, you know, compete with that statement, you feel me? So, um, but thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling. It's so, look, and you're new. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Continue to listen. I hope that I, um, I, I can give you something to resonate with. And I would love to hear your story and I would love to hear your testimony. I would love to anyone, all of you guys, I would love to hear your story. I would love to put your story here. I would love, 
you know, I might have something like Transparency Thursday where you just tell us what's what's on what's going on, you know. So thank you once again for listening. I really, really appreciate you. And um, and I look forward to being more transparent with you guys. Thank you. Hey, it's Skin Deep here. Um, so today I watched, um, a, I think it's like 25 minutes. Um, my boyfriend actually sent me um, this Joel Oikstein, um video and i watched it. it was called fully loaded if you haven't watched it please go ahead and watch it um it really doesn't even matter what faith you are honestly the message is so necessary and um so today i wanted to come and talk about comparison and celebration um i think oftentimes when we are striving to be our best selves um, we get sidetracked by looking at someone else's journey, not necessarily focusing on our journey to our finish line, but focusing on how to beat someone else's um, journey or race to, towards their finish line, which is not our race, you know. And it's just crazy because I find, you know, when, you know, when I, when I was first, you know, learning by myself, I didn't, you know, because of my family dynamic um we're naturally competitive people right and you know for the longest time I used to be in denial of my competitiveness because I didn't like competing with them right but when I got away from my family and I was around other people I realized that I was internally competitive and I wouldn't necessarily I wouldn't necessarily like say I'm competing <laughs> but I would be competing internally and you know it definitely caused a lot of um a lot of doubt a lot of second guessing and it it numbed down my instinct because I was basing my journey on someone else's um decisions you know and so comparison for me um I had to learn how to break out of that I had to learn how to break out of not competitive competitiveness in general, but competing against other people. I had to remind myself that I am in no competition with anyone but myself. And what someone else has is for them. And I can't try to mold myself into someone else because that is not who I am. You know, at the end of the day, God, the universe, whomever gave me exactly what I need to be who I need to be, not anyone else. And so initially, you know, a part of, like I said, a part of the reason why I left social media for a while, it was to kind of just, you know, excuse myself from that, you know, from that life because, you know, you see other people do things that you may do and you, you try to, you know, you try to do things their way when there is something in line for you specifically and only you can go through it you know and so so me trying to strive to be anyone but myself is a detriment to who I am and where I'm going so when it comes to comparison consider this 
consider the fact that there are things that you are not. But you must understand who you are. Because the things that you're not makes who you are. You know, the things that you're not, the things that you don't have or you feel like you are lacking at or lacking at, there are things that you are in full abundance of, right? There are things that you are full, you are fully active of, you know? And for me, I'm going to hopefully talk about that today. Yesterday, I talked about my inadequacies. <laughs> I talked about where I lacked or where I felt like I didn't, you know, wasn't, wasn't my best self at and I think today I'm gonna hype myself up a little bit and discuss who I am because regardless of anything that your family has told you anything life has told you you know who you are you know who you need to be and if you don't you have an inkling and I promise you this that inkling of who you think you are is a lot better than who you are trying to be in someone else so I'll come back and we'll talk about the things that we're good at. Yay! <laughs> okay, great. So I decided to title this Comparison, Competition, and Celebration. The three C's. Um, because there are things that we do kind of um, go through in life that forces us to compare our past judgments um, and for me, I use my, you know, my past judgments to compete, you know, as a, as a, as a competitor, I, I, I want to become better than the person I was, you know, because the person I was, um, before definitely wasn't confident, you know, definitely wasn't, wasn't sure of themselves, you know, so I wanted to compete that nature of myself and expand my nature to being someone who I, I, I feel can be great, you know, and then eventually celebrate those things, you know, celebrate the, the things that make me unique from anyone else or from anyone else's journey, you know, because, you know, when you grow up, you think you want to be like, of course, for me, I want to be like Oprah, I want to be like, you know, Issa Rae, Ava DuVernier, like, how my mother, you know, like, my father, I want to be like, I want to, if I'm, even like my sisters, I've always wanted to be, you know, like someone else, and so, you know, finally, as I'm getting older, I'm starting to appreciate the things that I have to offer to this world that is different from them and that is unique to me. So I wanted to discuss the things um, that I feel I am good at and the things that I I enjoy and that I'm growing to know notice is truly a part of me. Um, the first one would have to be, I have a deep love for the underdog slash misfits. Um, because I was an underdog and I, and you know, to some wasn't a misfit, you know, I love the idea of being an outlier. You know what I mean? There's, you know, there are people who, who go through a straight line and, and they do well and they flourish. Um, and you know, there was a long time in my life where I would strive to be that, you know, that, that would go the straight line and do whatever, you know, I would, you know, there was a time where I was not doing well in school 
and I made up in my head that I'm gonna, you know, decide to do this and the other. I'm telling you, and I would try. <laughs> I would come in there with two pencils. I would come in there trying to, you know, try to trying to be like everyone else or what was expected of me. And you know, by the mid semester, I'm like, this shit ain't for me, y'all. <laughs> It's just not for me, okay? It's just not. I don't know what it is. I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not into it. It's not for me. And so um, I find myself being the underdog. I. I. And so when I see other people who are underdogs, and when I see other people who are misfits, and when I see other people who are outliers in in this general pool of people, I always. I. I, I have this deep love for them because I'm just like, look, I'm rooting you on. If I don't care if I'm the only one rooting you on, I will be the loudest person to root you on because I understand what it's like to be in that position and I understand what it's like to crave the audience and the applauses of audience and not have it, you know? So for me, I want to become that audience, even if it's just one. And I make sure I sharpen my voice and I make sure I'm as loud as possible so people understand that, no, no, you know, you you are supported and you are, you are um, appreciated, you know? So that's the one. Two, I have a big heart for people and forgiveness, okay? Um, so, like I told you before, I used to fuck up a lot, okay? <laughs> I used to mess up a lot. There was, I, you know, I used to mess up a lot. And especially coming from a Nigerian back, uh, like background, you know, you you want to be a good kid. You want to be the most obedient kid in the world. But me, Sha, yay. I was bad, corrupt -y. I was really corrupt at some point in time, like, because, you know, assimilating to American culture and really trying to figure out, you know, who I am in this in this world, you know, and still and still have to come home to a very structured situation. It just it didn't feel all the time right. So I messed up a lot. And one thing that I will always be appreciative of is my parents' ability ability to forgive, forgive me. And so because my parents was able to forgive me for a lot of the things that I have done. You know, I started to learn how to forgive others, you know, very quickly, you know. Um, oh, man, I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back and we're going to chat some more. <laughs> okay, so like I was saying, um, Forgiveness is a big part of my, my parents and I's relationship because, you know, like I said, I would mess up a lot. And so when I came across people who, you know, who needed forgiveness or was at this point where they had felt like they had done wrong, I find myself attracted to them because I wanted to bestow the same forgiveness that my parents did for me to others because I realized the power of forgiveness and I realized the power of um of uplifting someone who has done wrong but is willing to do better and I feel like there's a power and strength in that even if it does make you upset even if it does frustrate you there is a beauty in forgiveness and trust me I've been called every book in the name like every um name in the book when it comes to girl you naive girl you foolish girl you stupid why would you forgive that person for doing this and the other but then I realized that like one forgiveness is not even really for the other person, but it's mostly for me because of the forgiveness that was bestowed upon me. I only feel like it's right and only fair to do it to others. And I know it seems crazy for some people because some people be doing some wild shit. You feel me? Like they will do some crazy, crazy, crazy off the wall stuff. 
But there is this strength in forgiving people. There is a strength in forgiveness that is, 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 you know, is stronger than holding a grudge. And so that's something that I was learning to do. And trust me, a girl know how to hold a grudge. You feel me? Like Skin Deep knows how to hold a grudge for the last E. For the last T, yeah? But I also realized with that same stubbornness to hold a grudge, I have the same freedom to forgive. And so because I, I strive to be free, I strive to be free from miseducation of a lot of bullshit that I've been fed, I definitely want to go ahead and, you know, start start forgiving and learn and learning more about my strength, my superpower and forgiveness. Um the third thing I appreciate about myself and love is I don't mind starting from the bottom because I love to learn things that inspire me. I have no, I think when it comes to, if you hear that background noise, it's fam, but I have no issue with starting from the bottom, okay? Um, I know I would go to like um, interviews or I will, you know, do certain things. If I wanted, if there was a person that I was inspired by and they needed me to, you know, sweep the floors, do it, that's, you know, maybe, I don't know if it's the Nigerian in me, you know, who's just like, yo, I don't care. I would just, I would just, whatever you want to wash your car, I'll wash your car, you know, stuff like that. I'm not, I'm not shy. I don't shy away from because I understand that that builds loyalty. When you're willing to start from the bottom, it builds loyalty. When you're willing to not have the shine, the the light shined on your face until it's go time and show time, you know. And when you're willing to kind of humble yourself down to to learn, because during those times where I will be doing something for someone else, those are the times where I'll have intimate conversations because I am a conversationalist. So those 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 are the times that I would actually decide to you know take in to even shine the most while I'm doing something for someone else and they see me putting in their hard work that's when they're like oh okay so what what do you what do you find yourself doing what do you, and then I'll be like oh yeah pass me my ball go ahead let me make that shot and shoot my shot and that's when I will be talking and that's when they have a deeper love for me you know because I'm not trying to you know take their spot I'm trying to learn from them. And I feel like that's taking me to places far, far, um, far along than I anticipated, you know, uh, and it's definitely far along than me trying to, you know, start at the top, you know. So definitely starting at the bottom is a, um, something that I, I actually enjoy and something that I don't that I feel like I shine at. I don't mind starting from the bottom, you know, and. Just to interject in terms of when we're talking about competition, I think oftentimes we look and we look at other people's stuff once again, and we be trying to covet their position instead of creating a position of our own. And I don't want to covet nobody's position because your crown may not fit my head. You feel me? I want a custom fit crown. Yeah. So if I'm if I want a custom a custom fit crown then I have to stop coveting other people's stuff but I'm gonna come back and we're gonna do the rest of them okay skin deep okay okay um we're touching on the third one I think and we're talking about um the places that I feel like I am <laughs> where I'm good I'm tooting my horn this today um so we last talked about um me starting from the bottom I don't mind that um and I am great at starting things 
okay um i'm not saying i'm great at finishing things but i'm great i love to start things i love to be that initiator okay um i think because sometimes to a flaw to i mean i like to start things i love to create you know what i mean and you know a part of me used to, you know used to doubt if i'm a good nurturer because nurturing something requires a level of consistency and so finishing things is a little bit you know difficult but god's praying you know we praying the universe is working on my behalf so i'm learning consistency but i have no problem starting things i am great at starting stuff if you want to start a social media site you want to start your own business you want to start something you want to create something i am good at pushing people to start something i'm great at you know at pushing myself to start something i don't mind starting starting for some people is a difficult thing you know what i mean like starting for people is like the hardest thing me i can start Okay, I can start, I can start, I can start. Now will I finish? Yeah, God will pray. I will pray. The universe will pray. But for the most part, I am, you know, I'm great at creating something. You know what I mean? Let's 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 do it, you know? And as I'm getting better in, you know, and learning more about consistency, I realize I also have the ability to be consistent, you know? And so that's one thing that I'm trying to, you know, that I love and appreciate about myself is the fact that I know how to start things. <laughs> Number five, I am great at talking a lot. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love to talk. I love to talk a lot. I love to, but there's times where I'm completely quiet. Like even today, you know, this is the most I've probably talked all day to anyone, to anything. Um, because, you know, there are times where I can be very quiet. Not a lot of people know that, but they, except for my family, they know that I can be, you know, I can be withdrawn. But I love talking. I love to engage in long conversations with people. I love, oh my, you know, you know, when you were in high school and you will be talking, you have conversations with these people, you know, it will last till like six, eight o'clock in the morning. By the time, by the time you... You know, you finish talking, you, you, you got a phone bill, yay high, you know? But I love to talk, right? I, I think that's something, that's a gift, you know, that I had to um, learn to appreciate, you know? Because when I was younger, my mom would always be like, you fair, you talk too much, you talk too much, you talk too much. But I really believe that God put that in me because there were things that he needed me to say. There are things that he needed me to acknowledge. There are things that that will be said that will only come through me and people will understand it through me. And so I had to learn how to talk, you know, um, and English is something that, you know, is a gift. You know, and and not a lot of people, not a lot of people are afforded that confidence to talk. You know, not a lot of people are afforded that confidence to feel like they have something to say. And so, you know, I'm grateful for that ability to talk. And um, and you know, it's a it's a it's a double-edged sword because sometimes I have to learn how to listen. Sometimes I have to learn how to invite people to engage. 
because sometimes when I'm talking and I can talk quickly and I can be loud and I can be boisterous, it can silence the other person that I'm talking to. And so I, I have to learn how to invite and engage and, you know, invite people to engage. So, um, but y'all don't, don't get me started on my, my aspiration to be on Ted talk. If anyone knows anybody on Ted talk and they need an interesting story, look, I got them for them. I got them for them. I got them for them. <laughs> But um, I'm gonna come back and we're gonna talk about the final, um, the final, the final three. All right. Okay, okay, okay. So um, I had to combine six and seven because I think it's the same thing. Um, six is I am great at encouraging people, and seven was I have the ability to see light in anyone. Um, so I am severe. Um, when it comes to people and, and seeing, seeing what people decided to discard, I'm the type of person, like, I'm going to pick that up. I'm going to shine that very well. And I'm going to look at it and I'm going to appreciate it because there are people in this world who have been cast away. There are people in this world who have, you know, who, who people fail to see light in. And for me, I could look at them and just say, oh my gosh, do you not know how special you are? Do you not know how unique you are? And as soon as they tell me their story, I'm like, whoa, whoa, what, what, what? Come on. Are you serious? Like, look at this. Look at that aspect of yourself. Look at this amazing thing that you've done. Look at this, that, and the other. I love to pinpoint the greatness in people because sometimes the world is good at pinpointing the things that we are not good at. But for me, I feel like God has really given me the ability and the gift to be able to say, hey, yo, look at who you are. Look how magnificent and detailed you are. Look how, look how powerful you can be. Look at the potentials of who you are. Look at how purposeful your life is, is, is supposed to, is, is, is destined to be, you know? And, you know, you know, I had to, I grew that ability, you know, in the, in the past ones, in my failures of love, I had the ability to do that to others, but sometimes fail to do that to myself. But I'm telling you, when it comes to others, oh, I'm the ultimate hype man. What? Let's hype you up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Like, I am that person. I am that person who's just like, uh-uh, I know you may have woke up on the wrong side of the bed, but guess what? Today is the day that you're going to wake up on the right side of the bed because guess what? You are amazing. You are gifted. You are talented. You are worthy. There are things to speak life into people is not something that everyone has. And I am grateful to have that ability to speak life and light into people. And, you know... I'm grateful for the things that have given me that ability because I promise you this, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy because especially when you don't see light in yourself, it's very difficult for you to see light in others. But for me, God switched it. <laughs> God switched it for me. He, was, he said, no, I'm allowing you to see light in other people. So when you finally see the light in yourself and you decide to speak light into your own life, not only will it be powerful, but you have had so much training in doing it and knowing how it works that you can fully use it for yourself. And so, um, you know, that's 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 one thing. The eighth thing is I have the ability to make friends very quickly. Um, if there's anything that I learned from school and from whatever it is 
make five friends from your class. Make five friends from every class. All right. I don't know who told me. It might be my spirit guides, but I always had this initiative to make five friends in each class. Now, um, you know, mind you, they don't have to be your ride or dies or this and the other, but make a friend in anyone and make friends quickly because um, I rather friends than foes because y'all don't want to be my enemy. Trust. <laughs> but I love, I love meeting people and finding and being friendly and being kind. I love it. I love that 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 unity in 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 humanity. I love that unity in humanity because I realize that the world is filled with organized evil. Okay? It is built it, the world can be filled with division. The world can be filled with divisiveness. So the to know how powerful that is I had to understand there is a powerful um, contrary, right? There's there is there is power in unity, hence why there is power in division because the power to unify things is also equally as powerful, if not more powerful. And so I figured if I'm not if I don't like the organized evil, I have to be organized good. I have to be a, a someone who is actively trying to merge things together and I love that I love to do that with friendship and I love that to do that with people so that's another thing I'll come back and I'll do my final remarks in my last one hey 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 okay this is the last last final final one right I think and know that I am great at self-evaluating, okay? Um, I mean, I like to admit my evaluations, <laughs> but when it comes to pinpointing what is wrong with me, I'm good at it. Um, and, you know, that's a, that's a hit and miss sometimes, but sometimes you need to know. There's people who are not aware of you know of of who they are and for me I can be um hyper aware of myself to the point where I may even you know take away my take away myself from a certain situation because I don't want to affect or affect anyone else you know or or have an effect on anyone else you know so um being aware of myself, self-awareness is a very big thing that I'm grateful for um, because with that self-awareness, I was able to, you know, recognize, acknowledge, and rectify certain things that I didn't like about myself and I can go ahead and just mm, nip it, you know, and so I'm really, I'm really grateful for that. So those are my um those are the things that I really really you know appreciate about myself. Now there will be multiple things. There's a lot of other stuff. You know I'm, I'm popping. I'm lit. You know all that other stuff. But <laughs> for sure, those are things that I'm grateful for within me. Um, so when it comes to celebrating, celebrating yourself, and allowing the things that are within you to not only be great but to be celebrated. I want you to really consider what are the things you celebrate about yourself? What are the things that you celebrate about your existence, your journey, you know? 
I've been through a lot. I've slept in my car before uh, for days. <laughs> I've traveled to different states from doing something that I learned off of YouTube. <laughs> I, you know, there are things that I was just looking at in my past and I'm like, oh, bitch, you did that. You did that. You did, you did that. You know what I mean? Like, one thing that I'm extremely proud of, you know, even though I hate the situation in itself, was going to Flint. I didn't just want to be someone who watched calamity happen. I wanted to have a small dent in trying to assist, you know. And I remember just, you know, feeling like, oh my gosh, who am I? I don't know. I don't have resources. But I did have resources. I created the resources that I needed to create. And God assisted by bringing people in my life to help me fulfill those things. And so, you know, whoever you are, whoever you feel or think you are, honor it by being that. If you feel you're great, honor it by being great. If you feel, if you feel that you are loving, honor it by being loving. You know, it's all about honoring those things. And I'll also finish off by telling you this. If you covet someone else's success, be ready to gain their trials and tribulations because there's so many people who like looking at people and lives from the outside view, not realizing the, the, the sweat, tears, blood, the, the, the sacrifices they had to take to make those things. And to, to be honest, a lot of you might not be strong enough to handle someone else's life situation. So you better be grateful for the life situations you got right now because those were built designed for you to overcome do you hear me those things were designed for you to overcome so when you're looking at someone else's life and someone else's joy and someone else's uh wins remember that those things were built for them to overcome not nobody else okay so appreciate that every obstacle that you have in your life was designed for you to overcome Every difficult ass situation that's come into your life was designed for you specifically to overcome. And imagine the, the fulfillment you will feel when you overcome it. This is Skin Deep and I love, love, love to hear from you. Thank you.